Sechta Soita Davchav Gimel Amadalad, page 23, Saidei. Haimer es Tmeyani Loch, if the woman who says to her husband that I am Tomei to you, or Vishabola Edim Shitmeya, or witnesses came and said that she was Tomei, or Vaimer es Eni Shaisa, or she says, I will not drink, or Vishabaila Nereitalashkois, or her husband doesn't want to. Give her to drink the soita water, and what happens in these cases? All this takes place after the mincha was already uh, consecrated by having it placed in the klishotis, and likewise the shabayla ba'ala baderech, and if the husband had a relationship with her along the way to being checked. And it wasn't known until after the Mincha has been consecrated in the Klishores. And once it's been consecrated in the Klishores, it cannot be redeemed. And we also don't have the option of bringing it on the Mizbeach, because she doesn't drink anymore. In all these cases, she doesn't drink the Meisaita. And... We cannot also exchange it for a minchas nedova uh, because it's not fit for that because a nedova does not come from soidim, from barley, it has to come dafke from wheat. So what do we do? We'll see. And all women, whether they are kohanis or Israelis, but if they're married to a koyen, so if they bring a mincha, whether they brought a mincha soita, whether they brought a minchas nedava, minchaseim nisrofis, their mincha will be burnt even if they weren't tame, and even if there was no uh, pesul, nothing wrong, and the kaimitz is brought kilchosi. The uh, leftover of the mincha are burnt in the base hadeshen, and they're not eaten. The kohanim's wives, the minchas are not eaten like the kohanim. The uh, Tane explains now that this applies only to Bas Yisrael, Shenisas Lechoyhen Milchosen Nisrefes, that a woman, a daughter of Yisrael, who is married to a Koyen, then we say that Nisrefes, uh, after the Koymets was sacrificed, you take the leftover from the Koymets and you bring it in the base uh, of the burn of there. However, but a daughter of a Kohen who is married to a Yisrael. So her being a daughter of a Kohen doesn't matter uh, because this halacha that you have to bring up the mincha entirely with regards to a Kohen that's only written with regards to the mincha of a kohen, not a kahanas, not a woman kohen. Therefore, minchas nechelus. Her mincha will be eaten like the mincha of Yisrael. The same thing would be the halacha of a kahanas who is an almono and a grusha. Uh, so then, if she brings a mincha. Uh, the mincha will be eaten just like the mincha of Israel.
So now, since the Tana now already mentioned the difference between the Minchas Koyen to the Minchas Kahanis, so the Tana is going to mention now further halachas in which there's a difference between a Kahanis and a Kahan, a Koyen and a Kahanis. Zog the Mishnah, Ma'abing Koyen L'Koyenis. What is the difference between a Koyen and a Kahanis? Minchas Koyen Nechelis, or Minchas Minchas Kehenes Nechelis, or Minchas Koyen Eina Nechelis. So we just mentioned before that the Mincha of the Kohenes will be eaten, the Shiraim, after you makrib the Kohenes, but as opposed to the Mincha that a Kohen brings, by Kohen's Mincha the Torah says that you bring it totally on the fire, that's not eaten. Another Nafkimina is that Kohenes Mishaleles, the Kohen ain't Mishal. A Kohenes can become desecrated from the Kohuna. If she had a relationship with somebody who is disqualified, which she's not allowed to marry, so then she is, this woman is prohibited at that point uh, from uh, marrying a Koyen or from eating and, and eating Truma. As opposed to the Koyen, but a Koyen does not become desecrated. If he marries a woman who is prohibited to him, say a Gerusha or a Halola, a divorced woman, or a Halola means somebody who was born from a apostle, uh, a union, and she was born and then is possible to the to the Koyen. But if the Koyen marries her, if Nival the Koyen, the Koyen doesn't become a Halola because of that. Koyenes mitamo lemesim. The kohenes is permissible to defile herself, to touch, or to come in contact with mesim, with the But a kohen is not permitted to become tamla mesim. We learn in the parshas emir, the kohen oichel bekodshe kadoshim. A kohen can eat. A male kohen can eat the kodshe kadoshim. That is. The holy of holiest, which is the chatos, the oshem, and the mincha, which have to be eaten only in the azorah. But the kohanas echelus bekotche kadoshim, but a kohanas cannot eat kotche kadoshim. Now the mishnah brings other general differences that are between a man and a woman, even with regards to Yisrael. What's the difference between a man and a woman? Ha'ish poideya. A man would uh, let his hair grow and would uh, render his garment when being a mitzvah. But the woman does not do that, does not do the priya, and does not do uh, the prima, does not peremes, does not render garments. The man can make the vow for his son in a nozir. If a father says about his young son, my this son is going to be a nozir, so Naziris falls upon him even after he becomes an adult. But But a woman cannot make a vow for her son to become a nozir. A man can uh, um, will uh, will t- 
take will 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 shave uh, and bring the carbonus for the nizilis of his father. So it means that if his father made nizilis and he had separated carbonus for his nizilis at the end of the nizilis, then he dies. So if his son also made nizilis, he can use the carbonus that his father has separated for his Nezirus. It means that he's Megaleach of Nezirus Aviv. He can do his Megaleach, which takes place at the end of his Nezirus, on top of the Nezirus of his father to use his Karbonus. But the woman cannot uh, use the Karbonus and then her when, uh, and use the Karbonus, the Nezirus of her father, but rather she has to bring her own Karbonus. So Ish Mekadish as bitoy, a man can accept kiddushin for his daughter, who is a minor, and uh, also for an item. That's the time uh, between katnas and bagus, like from twelve, twelve and a half, uh, without her knowledge, and she becomes totally betrothed. She becomes mukadeshes to the person who the father receives kiddushin from. But the Aino Isha Mekadesh says Bito. But a woman cannot be Mekadesh Dor. She cannot receive Kiddushin for a daughter. A man can sell his daughter for a Oma, for a maidservant, while she's a minor. The Aino Isha Mekadesh says Bito. But a woman cannot sell her daughter as a maidservant. A man, when he's stoned, He's stoned, undressed. So if he transgressed one of the sins that you would be liable for it, a skila, and there was witnesses in the warning, so he would be stoned naked. But the woman is not uh, stoned uh, while she's not dressed, but rather she's dressed uh, a shirt. Ish nisla. Uh, a, a man who is blasphemous or worse than the Zora would be hung after he is stoned. But the Eino Isha Nitlis, a woman is not hung. Ish Nimkor Big a man is sold uh, if he stole and he has no money to pay uh, to the one he stole, he'll be sold. And to as a slave, and then they will take the money that they get, and they'll pay it to the one who was stolen from. But they know you shouldn't be careless because But a woman will not be sold for her theft which she stole. <coughs> now the Gemara. Zog the Gemara told Rabbanon. We learned in Abrais. Call Hanisuyes Lichuhuna min Chiseyan Israfis. All those who are married to uh, the Kuhuna, their minchas would be burnt. In other words, that what's left over besides the koimets uh, is not, the leftover from the mincha is not eaten to the kahanim, but rather that too is brought on the mezbech. Ketzad, how so? Kahanes Israelis, whether she's a, the woman, the wife is a Kahanes Levi Israelis, and this is the Kahan, the American Kahan. Ain Minchosan Achelas, then the Mincha is not eaten. Mipnei, she yesh loy chelik boy, bo. 
because there is to him, that's her husband, the husband who is a Kayan has a portion in it, because she brings of his, and a Minchas Kayan is not eaten, but it's totally brought on the Mizbech. However, it is still doesn't go totally on the Mizbech as the Mincha of a Kayan, which is totally on the Mizbech. Because she too has a chilek, because the mincha is coming for her atonement. And the mincha of a baskoyen, uh, even if she's a baskoyen, the mincha of a baskoyen has the same din as the mincha of a Yisrael, that it does not go up totally on the Mizbech, only the Kimitsa goes on the Mizbech. So what do we do with this woman over here that she is a wife of a coin and the coin has a part in it and she has a part in it. But the coin is burned by itself. The coin makes the coin from the minka and he brings the coin. And after the coins you burn the shirayim uh, as separate because of the part that the coin has in it. So the Gemara asks, now, how could we have the Shirayim burned after you bring the Kaimitz, after you burn the Kaimitz? But this we should call over here, we should apply to this case, that that any time that you have already brought from it for the fires, that is to the Mizbeach, you brought it that is what's left over you're not allowed to burn the leftover from what has been brought on the Mizbech is so the question is how could you burn the leftover the Menachas after you brought the Kaimats since she too has a part in the Mincha so maybe we should go after her part and then the koimetz that was brought was done properly, because it's her carbon, brings the carbon koimetz. And it turns out that the leftover the mincha are prohibited to be makhtim. The Gemara answers, Omar Yehuda b'reid Rabbi Shimon ben Pazi. So Yehuda, the son of Shimon ben Pazi, says, the masik lehul shum that he brings them up for the purpose of wood. In other words, we're talking about here that before the Koyen brings the leftover the Mincha, he makes a condition. He says as follows. If the Allah of this Mincha is like the Mincha of the Koyen and it was not fit to take a Koyen, but it should have been totally burned, so now these Shiraim are fit to Akhtara, they're part of being burned. And therefore I'm bringing them for the purpose of a Mincha. But if, on the other hand, the Allah of this Mincha is like the Mincha of a Yid, of a Yisrael, which was fit to do Kemitsa, and therefore these Shiraim are prohibited back Torah. So I bring them up on the Mizbeach, not for the purpose of the Mincha, but just like being wood, like the rest of the wood of the Maroch. And that goes here, Rabbi Lazar. That fits with the opinion of Rabbi Lazar, which says, with regards to a Chathos, whose uh, inner limbs have been brought in the Mizbeach and then part of what's left over was mixed in 
which was um, which is not allowed to be burnt. Um, so that part would got mixed in with the meat, you know, because only portions of the chatos go on the mizbech. But that meat got mixed up with the meat of an oila, which totally goes on the mizbech. So the Belezer holds that we should place this meat on the mizbech to be as part of the wood of the marocha of the. Uh, uh, was set up a part of the setup on the mizbeach. So even though he has mixed in meat of the chatos, which is prohibited by Aktore, but since he's not intending for Aktore, it's okay. And the same thing is with the wood over here. The tanya, same thing is with the leftover from the mincha. The tanya, Rabbi Lazar Aimer, for who knows, Rabbi Lazar said after the Torah says that the korban is that part of them was brought in the Mizbeach. The leftover is prohibited to be brought, to be burned. It says, in the Pasuk, it says, So the Chachamim learned, The Torah doesn't allow, it's prohibited to bring on the Mizbeach, what's left over from the Karbanes, only when the intention is that they should go up to the Mizbeach as a but you can bring them up as being part of the uh, wood of the marocha, of the organized wood that you, that you set up, part of the setup of the wood. So the Gemara asks, so this makes sense, according to Rabbi Lezer, who holds this idea that one who intends to bring up the Shirayim for the purpose of wood does not violating Baltaktiru. But according to the Rabbanu, don't hold this concept, they disagree with Rabbi Lezer. And they hold that any time that a part of the carbon is been brought, Halakhically, what's left over is Asur to be burnt on the Mizbech. Even if he doesn't intend to bring them for the Reich Nechayach, he wants to bring them as the wood. He's still not allowed to do it. Ma'ikil Lameimer. How are we going to explain our Mishnah? Because Allah is like the Chacham, not like Rebbe Lozer. So how is he going to bring up? Maybe it's a Mincha, maybe it's her Mincha, and then the wood, then the fact, uh, how is he allowed to, is about Taktiru, how is he allowed to bring the Shirayim later on? And the Gemara, the Avdiluhu Kerabi Elazar, Rabbi Shimon. That means to say that our Mishnah that says that all that are married to the Kohanim, their minchas are burnt, is not going to be explained like the words in the Braisa that the Kaimitz is burnt first by itself and then you burn the Shrine by itself, but rather that the koimetz is brought by itself and the shirayim are uh, spread out on the base of the tanya for we learned in Abraise with regards to the aminchas of a choyter the menach of a of a so there is a machloikis between the Rabbonon and the Rabbi Shimon the Rabbonon hold that it goes entirely the menachas choyter also goes on the mizbeach Looks like the mincha is a dog of the koyen. Uh, so even if he brings the mincha because he's a choyte, it still will be totally burnt and 
there is no shirai made. Shimon holds that the kmitza is done like mimchas the dove of a yid, but the shirai are not eaten. But rather, the kmitza is brought by itself, and the shirai are brought by themselves. Uh, as we learned before. I don't mean not like we learned before. Before was the idea of Rabbi Lazar. But now Rabbi Lazar, now we're learning for Rabbi Lazar, but Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Lazar, but Rabbi Shimon says, HaKoymetz Korev Ba'atzmoi Ba'ashidayim Mispazil Nabis Hadashim. That Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon's son, he holds like his father that the Koymetz has been brought by itself. But he disagrees that you bring the Shirayim on the Mizbech separately. But he says that the Shirayim, Mizpazin al Beis Hadeshem, and that they are spread out over the Beis Hadeshem. And he disagrees that once you brought the Koymetz, you can't bring the Shirayim. And therefore, the Shirayim are just spread out and they get lost on the Beis Hadeshem. And, and this is the way that you do it with the minchas uh, from the the suas lekuna that you spread it out. You don't burn the shirayim, but you spread it out on the base addition. Mesechta Soita Daf Chav Gimel Amud Base Page Twenty Three Side B. Even the rabbanon who disagreed on Rabbi Shimon, and they said that the mincha of a chayta that belongs to a koyin. You do not do kmitzah. They don't disagree on Rabbi Lezer Shimon who says that you would scatter the leftover of the mincha the Beis Hadeshen. Only by the minchas of the Chayta the Khan and the Basakrovi. Because that is something that you can be makri because they hold that it is a complete oiler and has to go on the Mizbech, you don't have to do Kmitzah with it. So we don't need any tricks over there. But by in the case of a woman who is married to a Koyin, because there is a problem with the Mincha, because we cannot uh, not sacrifice it and not eat it because we're not sure his portion, the, the Koyin's portion, or the wife's portion, both have a chilek in it. So I feel the Rabbanon made this, also the Rabbanon will agree that we will uh, scatter it over the base Hadeshen, and that's what the Mishnah meant, um, and uh, the Kmitzah is burnt, and the rest of it is the Shiraim is scattered in the base Hadeshen. That's the second answer of the Gemara, the Gemara answered now. Further, we learned in the Mishnah, Bas Yisroel HaNesua, that if a daughter of Yisroel who is married to a Koyin, her mincha is burnt. And a kahanes that is married to a Yisrael, uh, her mincha is eaten. The Gemara says, my timer. So what's the reason why the mincha of a kahanes who is married to a Yisrael is eaten? Uh, why is this different than a woman who is married to a koyin in which the mincha goes totally in the mizbech. 
And the Gemara answers, so why is the Kahan is different than a Koyin, basically, the question. The Gemara says, because the Pasik says, minchas koyin It says, the Mincha of a Koyin, that a Koyin brings, should be totally burnt, not be eaten. So we expound that Koyin, that it's only a male, a Koyin, but not a woman, not a Kohenis. Further, we learned in the Mishnah that Kohenis, Mishaleles, Koyen ain't mischalu. That a koy a koyen kahanis who was married to somebody who's possible becomes pchalu to kuna. She can't marry a koyen, but a koyen who marries somebody who is possible does not make him into a chalu. Frag the gemara. The gemara asks minola. How do we know that a koyen who who marries a woman who is possible to him does not become a chalu on a kuna? The answer because the Pasik says with regards to a Koyen who marries somebody who's unfit for the Kihuna, Apostle Kihuna, it says, So you should not desecrate his seed in his people. So that means that through the marriage, he disqualifies Zari Mishal, that this seed, his children, will become disqualified the Kihuna. But but he himself, the Koyen, who did who married Zul did not become a Chal. Further we learned in the Mishnah that Kohenis Mitamokhul. That a woman, a Koyen, is permitted to be Mitamid to to file herself become Tommy. my time. Why is a Kohenis permissible to, to, to become Tommy to uh, dead bodies? Uh, why is it different than a Koyen who is prohibited? The Gemara says, because the Pasik says, The Pasik continues, The beginning of the Parshish and Moir. So since the Torah writes and says, We learn from this that the prohibition of becoming Tameh is only which is the males, but not the daughters of Aaron, not women Kahanis. Further, we learn in the Mishnah that koyin oichel bekotshi kadoshim, a koyin can eat in the holy of holies, chatas the mincha, and the kahanes cannot eat in the kotshi kadoshim. The Gemara says that this halacha we learn now dixiv, because with regards to kol mincha it says kol zochor bivnei adin yechalena. So. Only the males of Neal can eat it. So it's clear it's from here that it's a Zohar, but not Vlemikeva, not Mikeva. Further, we learn in the Mishnah, Mabin Ish, what's the difference between a man and a woman in different halachas? So we say that the Ish is Poireya u Poirem, Veino Isha Paras Poiremus, with regards to a Mitzoy. We're going to learn in the Braise now. Tonerabon. We learned in the Braise, with regards to the Tumas Karachas and Gabachas, uh, the bald spot on the head, it says Ish, and the Pasik says Teruahu, it says the word Ish. Ainly, so from this, from this Pasik, we don't know that who becomes Tameh with the Tuma of these Negoyim, of the plagues of the Karachas, Gabachas, Elo Ish. We know only a man who says Ish. How do we know that it applies also to a woman, that a woman also becomes Tameh with the Nega? The Pasik says later on, 
Asher boy, the one who was with the Tzoraz, that in him, and the Pesach had in the Genega, the God of Yuprumi, Bereshi Yuprumo, Perua, Val, Sofam, Yate. So why does the Pesach say, Vatzeru Asher boy, Hanega, that's extra? Because the Pesach was talking about the Tzorua beforehand. The Pesach should have just continued and said that the halacha is that the God of you, Prumim Reshi Perua. So the fact that the Torah writes again, Vahat Tzorua, we learned out, Harekon Shnaim. It's true. The Torah is coming to include an additional Tzorua um, that also a woman will become Tomei with the tomb of Karachs and Gabachs. So the Braitse continues in Cain. If that's the case, that a woman also becomes Tom in a guy, Ish. So why did the Pasuk say Ish in the beginning? The Gemara explains, the Braitse explains, Li'inyan Shalomato. It goes for the subject matter below, below that Ish Parehavachulu. That the Ish, which is said in the first Pasuk, is coming to exclude of the following Allah in the second Pasuk, which is Priya Uprima, which is the rending of the garment and letting it grow, that's only said for an ish sarua. But a isha that becomes a woman who's become a tzadas, she does not uh, do the priya and the prima. Further, we learned in the Mishnah, that a man has the uh, right to make his son a nazir, uh, the vow of nazir for his son, but a woman does not, cannot do that to her son. Amr Abi Yechonazir, this is a halacha l'moshim esina by nazir, this halacha that a man can make his son a nazir and not a woman. This we know from halacha l'moshim esina. Further, we learned in the Mishnah, Ish megaleach al nizirus aviv, ve'eno ish megalachas al nizirus aviv. That, um, the, to take over and to use the carbonates that were nifresh for the naziris of the father, only the son can use it, but the 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 daughter cannot use her father's if he died to use his carbonates. Am Rabbi Yechonon halachi ben Nazir. This is also halach al Moshe Mesin ben Nazir. Further, we learned in the Mishnah Yishu mekadeshes bitoi ve'ino Yishu mekadeshes is bito that a man can make his daughter mekadesher. But a woman cannot be kaddish. A man, a woman cannot be mekadesh betrothed to accept kiddushin for her daughter. The Gemara explains the ksiv because the pasuk says, "As biti nasati The father is talking. The Nair is talking to the elders. The pasuk says, "He says I gave my daughter to this man." So we see that the Torah has given the father the power to betroth his daughter, but it's given to the father, not to the mother, because it says it's biti, it's uh, the, the, the man, the vihanaira says that, as the Pasik says that. Further, we learned in the Mishnah, a man can sell his daughter, but but a woman cannot sell the daughter. This we learn also, because the Pasik says, a man sells his daughter, so it's a man and not a woman. Further, we learned in the Mishnah, a man is stoned uh, while he's undressed, and a woman is not stoned under school, etc. The Mishnah says, My timer, what is the reason that the woman is not stoned aruma, undressed? The Mishnah answers, because by the person 
who cursed Hashem, it says that they stoned him because he's Chayv Skila. And the Gemara asks, so my Oisoi, what does it mean? Him. What are we coming to exclude? Him and somebody else not. She said, what is it? Oisoi. Ilayma is, we're going to say, Oisoi v'loi oso, Oiso, that only a man gets Skila, not a woman. Voxiv, we can't say so, because with regards to Avedizara, which is punishable by Skila, it says in Pazik Mephanish, Vaitseisa Isa Ishahu, Oyesa Ishahi. So we see clearly in the Pasig that a woman gets killed too. Ella. So we have to say that the Pasig is coming to teach us that he is stoned without his clothes on. But not a woman without her clothes on. Further, we learned in the Mishnah that. A man is hung uh, after the skila, but not the woman. So Gemara says, "My timer. Why is the woman not hung?" The Gemara answers, "We learn out from the Makrov. It's Olisa Oisoy alates him on the tree, and the understanding is Oisoy veloy Oisoy." Further, we learn in the Mishnah that Ish Nimkar Big If he has no money to pay, a man will be sold for his theft to make up. And to pay the uh, person who he stole by selling him into uh, to work uh, for slavery, and then we'll take the money to pay up. But but a woman will not be sold for theft that she has done. The Gemara asks, "My timer, what's the reason that a woman will not be sold for gneva?" And the Gemara says, "We learn it out because Omar Kro the pasuk says v'nimkar bigneva soy, his theft." So the understanding is that it's only a Ghana will be so big but not the gneva of a woman. Starting now the fourth Perik, the Perik Arusa. Uh, this Perik explains and it distinguishes in situations and cases in which the Saita would not drink the water and also would not get her kisuba. And then there is other cases in which she would not drink but she would get the kisuba. And then the other cases in which the soito can either drink or take the kisuba. Says the Mishnah, Arusa, a betrothed, gave her just kiddushin and the chasen, uh, the one who gave the betrothal, the arus, uh, gave her a warning with Makanir or Bishemeres Yobo, or she's waiting for the brother to marry her, and she, uh, because his brother died without children, so she's waiting for Yobam. She's waiting, and the Yobam is Makanir, uh, warns her not to go into seclusion. They would not drink. But they would also not take the Ksuba because they have. Uh, uh, caused themselves the loss because they went into seclusion. And the reason is that they don't drink Shinema because the Pasik says, She will stray the woman while she's under her husband, while she's with him. This will exclude the Rushimedes Yabam, for they are not married yet. 
And now the Mishnah is going to detail other cases of women that won't drink and not take their ksuba. Almona l'koyin godl, grusha v'chodl, so l'koyin hajit. An almona who is married to a koyin godl, or a divorce uh, widow to a koyin godl, which he's not allowed to marry. There's a prohibition against the koyin godl marrying the widow. Or a grusha v'chalutza, a woman who has been divorced or received chalitza, and she is married to a koyin hajit. And the same thing, of course, to a koyin godl, the grusha v'chalutza. Or we're talking about a mamzeres, a woman who is not allowed to marry because she's an illegitimate child. 